The Mind Aware 76. Well, it starts with you feeling good. So excited to have 15 to 30 minutes of just pure fun right now. This is going to be good. Yay! I love that. <laughs> Oh, that sounds nice. I'd like that. I'll mm. go get that for myself right now. Be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out. Hi, Dana. It's great to see you. I mean, not see you, but be with you today. <laughs> what I found to be the secret. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be great? I love it. You know, when you're clear, what you choose to show up in your life will, and only to the extent that you're clear. That's the amazing capacity of the human mind. Hi there, brain trainers. This is Dana Wild, and welcome to the Mind Aware Show, where you connect with today's thought leaders about mindset, wealth, and more. Start your day with the Mind Aware, and now you're ready to accomplish anything. Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome. I'm really excited to talk with you today because I've got somebody here that I have been hanging out with for a couple of years in a mastermind. Her name is Elizabeth Crook, and she has so many interesting exercises to teach you all. I've got a million things I want to talk with Elizabeth about because we're so simpatico in our message. She teaches people how to live a rich life. She's a business strategist. She knows how to talk to you about your business. She's got this gift where she can laser in and figure out what it is that you need to do. Well, how does she do that? Because she understands that the personal life and the business life are intertwined. And if you can figure out the pieces of the puzzle, you can actually catapult ahead in your business. You can act smarter, think richer, think bigger, all of the great stuff that you're looking for in your life, well, it all starts with being able to understand you better. And Elizabeth, I just can't wait to dig in, so I'm going to start right there. What do you mean when you talk about the personal life and the business life being intertwined? Well, you know, our life is our life is our life, and we are in all parts of our life. It's not like we leave part of ourselves at home when we go to work or part of ourselves at the office when we come home. Hmm. So to the degree that we can have all parts of our life working toward the common goal of fulfilling the purpose that we have identified for ourselves and engaging our talents at the highest level, the greater satisfaction we'll have and the more impact, frankly, we'll have. Yeah, yeah. and actually, I love what you just said, like, our life is our life is our life. And it's funny because I remember hearing this old joke of somebody saying, sometimes I wish I could go to a movie without me there. Like, sometimes I wish I could go have an experience without me and my opinion. But you're right, you can't separate out the two. And I know one of the things you're so good at is being able to focus in on those personal things to make shifts. And so is that something that somebody has to do from the outside for you? Or is there some way that I can find my own shifts, find my own places where I could make personal shifts to improve my business? There are a couple of things that I think would be interesting and easy for people to do. The first thing is Many times we limit what we can do or even what we might consider for ourselves because we don't value the richness of the experience that we bring to our lives now. I'm assuming the few readers who are 
10, 12, or 13 years old that most of your listeners, rather, are people who have, have some life experience. So one of the first things I do is to say, what are the things that you know about? And frequently that may be the content of the business you're in. You may know about men's clothing or real estate or gardening. But there are lots of know-hows that you know about, and those are processes. Those are things that you know how to organize and plan a something. You know how to take a project from beginning to end. You know how to uh, check the details and make sure there's accuracy. So there are lots of processes that we know about. And when we separate, I sometimes think of our know-whats and our know-hows. For most of us, they're like spaghetti and meatballs. They're all tangled up, and we see them as one thing. And so we think, well, if I've always been in retail, then retail is the only thing I know about. But when we pull them apart and look at the processes we know about, then we discover so much more. I worked with a young woman. She had been very successful as a retail store manager and buyer. And when we, she said, it's the only thing I know. But when we separated it out, she knew how to develop a budget. She knew how to hire and manage people. She knew how to set standards. She knew many, many things that had nothing to do with retail or that she could use in any environment. So, actually, I like this terminology you're using. You're talking about the know-hows and the know-what. And what you're saying is that most of us, we think we are what we do, and we keep it to a specific industry or a specific background that we have. But the reality is, I love the spaghetti and meatballs analogy. You can separate it out and say, well, what are the know-hows? Specifically, what things can I do? What tasks or what talents transfer? Is that what you're saying? Like, make a list of your talents that transfer from thing to thing. Exactly. Like you could put lots of different kinds of sauce on the spaghetti. (laughs) So uh, it doesn't just have to be meatballs. Then once you sort of separate those, then I invite people to look at the things that they do all day. And when they make that list, and I sometimes do it on post-it notes, and then I separate those two piles into what are the things that I find energizing. In other words, what are the things that even though I'm working hard at, I feel really good at the end of the day. I may lead a two-day strategic planning retreat, and at the end of those two days, are my feet sore at the end? Yes. Am I ready to sit down and put my feet up? Yes. But am I energized? Yes. Right. But if you tell me that I have to sit for an hour and figure out some glitch that I've got in my computer, I want to lie down on the floor and cry and say, please, somebody come fix this, (laughs) because it just drains my energy. I love that. What do you find energizing? So I want to go back to the first question. What do I do all day? And then what do I find energizing? So what you're suggesting is literally like making a journal of, okay, from 9 in the morning till 10, I did this and so on and forth. And then looking back over it and saying which things. I like this question about what do I find energizing rather than what do I like to do? It's a very different question because it's energizing. Because when we're energized, it means that not just our brain, but our heart, Just who we are gets hooked in. And when you separate the energizing and depleting, and of course, what our goal is, is to spend more time doing things that are energizing and less time doing the things that are depleting. But here's the magic thing. When you take energizing and you map it up against those things you know how to do, you're going to see that there's some commonalities. And in those commonalities, or where your talent is shining through, and you'll look at the list, and 
just like that old V8 commercial where you would sort of smack your head and say, gee, I could have had a V8. You'll <laughs> smack your head and say, oh, my gosh, gee, I am really good in these things. And not only am I good at them, I really love doing them. Do you know what I wonder, Elizabeth, as you're saying this, I'm wondering if the people aren't thinking, yeah, I'm going to make those lists, but then I'm going to look at it and realize I can't make any money with those things that are on the list. Do you run into that where people, is it that they're devaluing what they can do, or is it really that, okay, you have to be creative to think of a way to make money with this, or what are your thoughts on that? One of the things about things that are energizing for people is when you sort of peel back and discover your talents, most of us are irreverent about our own talents. We think, oh, anybody can do that, because we're all raised with that mantra, no pain, no gain. So we believe if it's not painful, it's not valuable. And that's a twisting of the truth, because there are many things that are very valuable, that are very easy for you if it is your talent. I have a dear friend, and she is the operations director for many years of a venture capital firm, and she believes that her value is in staying on top of every single detail, and she will tell you, this is why they call it work, but Martha has a talent for walking into any room, and I've seen her do it over and over and over again. She knows instinctively who needs to talk to whom how to give them enough context to connect and have a meaningful and valuable conversation. And I said, Martha, you have this amazing gift. And she puts her hands on her hips and says, oh, I'm just being nice. That's just, and I said, that's just what I do. She doesn't see or even claim that that is a deep talent. Now, we've been friends for a long time, so she has finally come to see it. But we have a great resistance to seeing our own talents. Yeah, and I think, too, you really hit something on the head here, Elizabeth, about there's also this idea that life can't be effortless. And when it starts to be effortless, it's almost like, oh, my gosh, is that really how it's supposed to be? So it's so interesting. I've got so many more things I want to ask you. I'm talking to Elizabeth Crook. She is a business strategist, and she has this interesting talent to be able to look at businesses and figure out, what pieces need to be put into place? Can't you even tell just from these few stories that we've heard from her how sometimes we're blind to what we really need to do to move forward? And this is really where she shines. She has this gift to be able to really help people shine. And what she's doing now is helping you do it yourself. Take what she knows innately and you do it yourself. You can head over to her website at BiggerSmarterRicher.com, the place where you learn to think bigger, act smarter, live richer. She can give you those tools, and some of them we're talking about right here. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, I'm going to ask Elizabeth, how do you get past the fear to doing what you really love and what really energizes you. We'll be right back. What do you want to accomplish? More money? Building a team? Losing weight? Or maybe you just want to finally get around to cleaning those closets you've been thinking about. Well, the six-week intentional action courses are starting now. Go to DanaWild.com slash action. Join Dana Wild as she leads you and a group of other action takers through six weeks of support and action. That's DanaWild.com slash action. Complete three concrete goals over a six-week period. Imagine, at the end of six weeks, being able to look back at your accomplishments. Join now at DanaWild.com slash action and get ready to take intentional action toward your goals. 
This is Dana Wild. You're listening to the Mind Aware Show. I'm talking to Elizabeth Crook, business strategist and all around just smarty pants because we are having such a good chat with her. It's so interesting to think about these different things we can do to move ourselves forward. And I thought this explanation we talked about before the break about figuring out the know-hows versus the know-whats. Like, what is it that you do? What is it that you do all day that you know how to do that you're good at, that is something that transfers from business to business, but most importantly, that you find energizing. Because chances are you're dismissing it. Chances are you don't even realize that it's a gift for you, a natural gift. And so now this is the way to start to find out. So let's say, Elizabeth, that we do this exercise. Now, I'll bet you most people could do this in a few hours or an afternoon of finding out what you're good at, what you can actually do, and what you find energizing. And now you start to connect the dots, and you start to think like, oh, gosh, here are some business ideas I have. I'm thinking most people, when they get this ideas, then they think, well, where do I start, or who am I, or I don't know if I can do that for a business, or how am I going to pay the bills, and how do we get past that fear and chatter? Great question, and there are a couple of steps after you do this, and Frankly, you can do this exercise in less than an hour for most people. One of your whole philosophy is it doesn't have to be hard. It's, in fact, it's easy if we will just allow it to be easy. And doing this exercise is easy. I suggest that people then go and say, what are the characteristics of what you want in your work life, for example? And so do you want to be on a team, work by yourself? Do you want to be the boss, not be the boss? Do you want to do the same thing every day? Do you want to travel or not travel? Begin to create that picture and then say, what are some possibilities? And I sometimes draw these in big clouds because they're still kind of loose. I worked with a, a young man recently, and he, it turns out that he, he had two really big clouds. He said, I want to start a breakthrough business. But he said, I don't know what that is yet. <laughs> and uh, But he he became so clear as a result of our work together. And then he said, or get an MBA. And so those were just two options for him. And so then we sort of looked at the pros and cons. What were the benefits of each of that path versus the other? And what were the risks of each one? And then once he'd kind of done that in his head, I said, well, which is the one that makes you want to throw up your arms and just say, yes, that's it. And so once he had done that, we were able to identify some steps. But what was important to get over the fear was we went and we looked at what's a challenge that you've taken on in your life. It could be anything. For me, it was learning to speak Spanish when I was over 30 or learning how to downhill ski when I was in my 50s. Say, look at what were the things that you did that allowed you to be successful because you have already been successful at something. That's a way of proving to yourself that you needn't be fearful because you've tackled challenges like this in the past. There may be things that you learn from the process of how you were successful last time that you can apply to this next challenge that you're going to take on that's going to give you so much pleasure. You know what, Elizabeth, I think that's such good advice because what I'm thinking in my own mind, like my own successes that I've had in the past, is it seems like often I rely on the same skills each time no matter what I'm going to do. It's very much wash, rinse, repeat for me. And there's a whole array of skills out there that I don't have, that I don't use, that I'm guessing other people have and they use. And I thought, what an easy way 
to be able to look at what are you good at and what do you fall back on? What do you rely on? It's like, well, what have you done in the past? You've been successful at something. And so what did you do last time you were successful at something? I mean, that's genius, Elizabeth. Well, it is, uh, it's actually a technique I learned from Tony Robbins. Very nice. I love that technique. Well, it's really, really good. I really love it. And I wish we had more time. But before we go, do you have any parting shot that you can, could somebody do something today? Like what kind of advice could you say? You know what? If everybody listening would just go out and do this one thing today, that would be the best advice I could give them. If they could do one thing today, and this may sound hokey, but it is life-changing, is every morning write down three things that you're grateful for. It may be that you have a hot cup of coffee or a hot shower or that you got a good night's sleep or that you can see the sun. But if you write down three things that are grateful for and then one anticipation or one priority for something you're going to accomplish that day. Love that. That is not hokey at all. I adore you, Elizabeth. That's just fantastic. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you being here. My pleasure, Dana. Thank you, and thank you for all the good work you do. Oh, right back at you. That's Elizabeth Crook. She is the founder of BiggerSmarterRicher.com. You can find her right over there. Think bigger, act smarter, live richer. She's a business strategist, and as you can see, she's got all sorts of really cool, easy techniques. I hope you check her out. And thank you, everybody, for being here. Isn't it great that you are taking action today just by showing up here, getting yourself fired up, getting yourself ready to do something different, and being willing to explore these ideas and uncover? How easy is that? What do you do all day? What things do you know how to do? What things can you actually transfer from business to business and follow the energy? Which things do you find energizing? Because when you do that, when you see what you're already relying on, see what's already making you successful, it becomes so easy. And guess what? Starting right now, get grateful. I know you are. Isn't it so easy just to be grateful every day? You can do that right now. You can start right today. Think about what you're looking forward to. Think about what you're anticipating and know that you have your own hidden talents and bring those out because life is supposed to be effortless. And we're going to start right now. And we will see you next time on The Mind Aware Show. Well, it starts with you feeling good. So excited to have 15 to 30 minutes of just pure fun right now. This is going to be good. Yay! I love that. <laughs> oh, that sounds nice. I'd like that. I'll mm. get that for myself right now. Be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out. Hi, Dana. It's great to see you. I mean, not see you, but be with you today. <laughs> What I found to be the secret. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be great? I love it. You know, when you're clear, what you choose to have show up in your life will, and only to the extent that you're clear. That's the amazing capacity of the human mind. Thank you for listening to the Mind Aware Show. And remember to check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash themindaware. Please join us for tomorrow's episode. You deserve it.